time to do your thing, an unapologetic celebration of every version of motherhood. I'm Tamsin Williamson, a life and mindset coach for mums, also known as the Parenthood Coach. And through this podcast, I'll be sharing some beautifully open, honest conversations with inspiring, passionate women who also happen to be mothers about how they loudly and proudly do their thing in life and motherhood in their own unique and authentic ways. Plus, I'll give you an insight into how I do my thing and what that means for me, my career and family. I hope these conversations inspire you to feel the freedom to do your thing and embrace your version of motherhood in a way that feels aligned, empowering and honours your whole self. This is your invitation to do your thing. So let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? Uh, Welcome to another episode of Do Your Thing. And today is a solo episode. It is just little old me on the mic. And I felt called to jump in and have a chat with you today in an episode that I have called Stop Breaking Your Own Boundaries. I want to zone in on the importance of honouring and holding tightly onto your own boundaries. Because in my opinion, honouring and committing to your own boundaries for yourself, it is an essential and powerful practice that is fundamental when it comes to doing your thing in life and parenthood. Boundaries are something that I work on all the time with my clients and they are so very present in how I choose to do my thing in my own life as well. It hasn't always been the case. It's really important that I say that. This has been something that has been a real work in progress for me. Um, But certainly in this moment, in this phase of my life, boundaries are really, really important um, and present. And I very nearly made an assumption that everybody listening will know what boundaries are, because for me, they really are the bread and butter of my day to day life. But then I checked myself because while many of us may understand what the word boundaries mean, and if you're looking for a definition, one that I'm going to throw out in there is knowing and understanding what your own personal limits are. But understanding what setting boundaries can mean for ourselves on a really personal level in our day to day lives and understanding the impact of feeling fully in control of our boundaries, that is something that many of us don't have our heads fully around. And it is something that as mums in particular, I think that we can be notoriously bad at through absolutely no fault of our own. Because I honestly believe that for our generation, and when I say our generation, of course, I don't know exactly who you are listening to this podcast today. I'm in my early 40s and I'm I'm sort of referring to our generation in a broader sense, I would say, but certainly people who are raising kids in this day and age who don't have adult children. um, I think that yeah, for our generation and definitely in the generations preceding us, we weren't or haven't actually been taught how to set boundaries. 
I certainly don't remember really ever being taught by anybody when I was growing up what boundaries were, how to set them, why were they important. It isn't something that was openly demonstrated or flagged as being a really key part of living our lives and looking after ourselves. And I think that we come from a generation where the women in our lives who we were maybe looking up to, women in authority, caregivers, I think they were unlikely to be especially clued up on boundaries either, which means that their behaviours, what they were modelling to us may well have rubbed off on us as well. And again, really to reiterate, that is not anybody's fault. That is just the way in which society has had conditioned them. It's the way that society has subsequently gone on to condition us. But what this means is lack of education around boundaries is that now in adulthood, we can very often find ourselves absolutely bulldozed over by all sorts of life stuff, stuff that we would really benefit from protecting ourselves from physically, mentally and emotionally. And I do believe that as mums, this can feel especially acute. As parents, I think it is safe to say that we are often under huge amounts of pressure with demands flying at us from all angles. And, you know, as mums, I think, you know, there is a common tendency for us to really show up for everybody else's needs and please other people before ourselves. As mums, we are natural givers. We can be so very generous with our time and our energy. But I do believe that there is also such a thing as giving too much of ourselves or absorbing too much from other people. And sometimes that feeling of being bombarded, it can feel really suffocating or overwhelming or draining. And it can stop us feeling like we're in charge of our lives or like our own desires really matter. And as an aside, I don't think the pandemic did any of us any favours when it comes to boundaries either. You know, during that time, our boundaries were blurred beyond belief. Um, You know, it became very difficult to create separation and to protect ourselves during that time because life just became this big mishmash where everything blended into each other. And as a result, we got into some bad habits. So, you know, I think there's a bit of that hanging around as well, which has exacerbated the challenges that we potentially experience to hold on to our own boundaries. So, this stuff that I am going to talk about today, this um, this subject of holding on to your own boundaries, it is evergreen. It will never grow old. It is always going to be relevant. However, there is also a reason that I have chosen to record this episode right now. At the time of recording this episode, it is mid-December 2023. So the festive season I was going to say it's very much on the horizon, but actually we are in the thick of the festive season and the kind of real peak with Christmas and New Year and all that other jazz, um, you know, that is what is on the horizon. This time of year is super busy. It is 
really often hectic, full of family time and socialising, and our diaries can totally blow up. Family dynamics can become intense, maybe stressful at times, and certainly comparison can be absolutely rife when we look at what other people's experience of this time of year looks like compared to our own. So there is really no better moment, there is no better time of the year to get a really firm grip onto your own boundaries so that you can protect yourself energetically and emotionally so that you can protect your happiness and your well-being for yourself and so that you can enjoy this time of year and finish up 2023 doing your thing and feeling good and in control of yourself and your life. So if the Christmas hustle is already feeling a little bit much for you, do keep an extra close ear out on this episode. But Just to reiterate again, that holding tight onto your own boundaries and not breaking them, it is most definitely not just for Christmas. Boundaries are for life, not just for Christmas. (laughs) Um, So on that note, let's dive in to the meat of the episode. Okay, so first of all, I just want to talk to those of you who are less familiar with the concept of boundaries. Perhaps you've heard the word boundaries before, maybe you aren't sure if you set them, or maybe you feel that you'd probably benefit from setting some boundaries, but you don't know where in your life that might be most relevant. So I'm just going to very briefly kind of go back to basics. And what I would like you to do is to just think about whether there is anything going on in your life, whether there is any part of your life right now where you feel a sense of discomfort, a sense of inner conflict, a sense of vulnerability. Is there anything going on in your life? It might be a person, it might be an environment, it might be a type of experience or occasion, it might be a group of people. Have a think about whether there is anything in your life right now where you feel a sense of needing to be a little bit more protected And some of the signs to look out for, one of the signs um, might be an emotional reaction. So when you are in this kind of conflicting moment, you might feel a sense of anxiety. You might feel a sense of fear or stress or worry. Maybe you feel angry. So just paying attention to any spikes in your emotional state that are triggered by a particular person, circumstance, situation, occasion. That is a sign that potentially a boundary is required for you to feel safer and more protected. And sometimes it can be a physical reaction that we have. So perhaps you will get butterflies in your stomach. Perhaps you will find that your jaw 
gets really tight and that you kind of clench your jaw or your shoulders get really tight. Maybe you find that you're clenching your fists, for example, in a particular situation. Physically, our bodies can be amazing signposts for our need to put a boundary in place. So again, when you're thinking about some of these situations where you would benefit from a boundary, just think about how your body reacts. And then another sort of sign to look out for is your mindset and the types of thoughts and beliefs that come up in certain situations. So perhaps you might be around a group of people or you might be uh, facing a particular occasion or about to do a particular activity and perhaps your inner critic kicks in and starts talking all sorts of shit to you, telling you all sorts of negative things about yourself or your capability or about who you are. Again, like that is a sign that perhaps you would really benefit from protecting yourself somehow as well as working through some of those uh, mindset hurdles, which is another whole conversation. Um, But certainly when our inner critic kicks in and starts being a real asshole, that is a really, really good opportunity to uh, put in a little bit of uh, protection so that we feel a little bit safer and more secure in ourselves. Once you've identified where the boundary is required, the next step is to decide what that boundary is going to look like. Now, this is going to be really personal to each and every one of us, depending on who we are, what our kind of natural inclinations are, and also very much down to the situation that you are facing. Um, I'm going to throw a few examples out into this space, however, just to give you a little bit of food for thought. So one type of boundary that you might want to put into place will relate to the people in your lives. Maybe it's a group of friends that you always spend time with that always make you feel a bit down on yourself, a bit inadequate. Maybe they don't feel like your people. Maybe you have a friend that actually isn't particularly supportive, who never really brings out the best in you. Or maybe it's a family member. And I think this is really common, particularly around Christmas time for us to, you know, maybe have members of our family who it is complicated with, where there is history or complexity in the dynamic or the relationship. And it really brings you down and sort of, yeah, stirs something very deep within you. So there's all sorts of different situations, but in terms of putting a boundary in place, um, there's different things that you can do. Um, I would say creating some kind of spatial boundary in terms of the amount of contact that you have with some of these people. So if it's a group of friends, for example, or a group of people that don't bring out the best in you, you can create a boundary where you say, I am not going to spend time with these people anymore, or I am not going to you know, attend these gatherings to the extent that I have been. If it is with friends or family members, and, you know, I appreciate that with family members, it can be really difficult sometimes to create that space, but really being very mindful in the amount of contact that you have with those people, trying to 
not engage with those people as frequently or to get into certain conversations with those people if you can. And it is really possible sometimes to put those boundaries in place without having to have a big, heavy conversation about it, without having to kind of make a big deal out of it. You can actually just do it very quietly and subtly yourself in the background where you start to take a step back or you start to change your behavior or the way that you interact with those people and naturally a new way of existing with each other will potentially begin to fall into place. And then another thing which I think um, can be really powerful for ourselves when it comes to boundary setting is around sort of environment. And I'm talking about this, I think, in both the kind of physical world and also in the virtual world, you know, physically creating boundaries around our space. Um, So if you work for yourself, for example, you know, having boundaries, which means that you get to create that bit of separation between your home life and your work life. Maybe you sit in a separate room or maybe you have a door shut. And when the door is shut, that means that you're unavailable. Um, things like that can make a really big difference. Um, and also in the virtual world, as we all know, social media can be so very triggering and it can make us feel all sorts of very complicated and difficult emotions. So sometimes a boundary is really, really valuable to protect ourselves from the impact of that space. So maybe you decide to mute certain people on Instagram or you unfollow them. Maybe you decide that actually you're going to remove some of your social media apps altogether because they just don't bring out the best in you. So these are all boundaries that you can choose to put in place. And yeah, I hope that some of those examples have resonated with you and that you might be able to decide in whatever the place in your life is right now where you'd benefit from a boundary that you are able to perhaps pull some inspiration from those ideas for yourself. But, and now we're going to get to the crux of this episode, whatever boundary you choose to put in place, it is so very important that you commit to it yourself. So often we can set a boundary and then we can sort of think that the work is done. But actually, that is the easy bit. The difficult bit is holding on to that boundary for ourselves rather than sort of taking a seat and saying, oh, I'm just going to lie back now and rely on other people to acknowledge my boundary, to respect my boundary, to respond to that boundary that I have put in place. No, no, no. What you need to do is commit to it yourself. Walk your own walk. Honour what you want and need for yourself as a priority. Because honestly, nobody else is going to care about your boundary as much as you. It's not going to matter to anybody else more than you. You are the one that is going to feel that impact. So you are the one that is going to need to keep so tightly gripped onto it if you want to see the positive impact of putting it in place in the first place. This is so much about you controlling the things that are within your control and the way in which other people respond, react, behave. That is not something that is within our control. We don't know what other people's agendas are. 
very often they may not have the self-awareness or the integrity to even clock that you have put a boundary in place. Or perhaps they might misunderstand it and take their own meaning from whatever your boundary is that you've chosen to put in place. So it is really important not to rely on other people to respect your boundary without having a firm grip on your boundary yourself. Because if you rely on other people to hold your boundary rather than yourself, you are honestly going to end up probably even more frustrated, disappointed and resentful. And you are not going to feel that actually the boundary is effective at all. And I know that holding on to our boundaries can feel like really hard work sometimes. And I know that when we're feeling busy or maxed out or overwhelmed by life, that, you know, holding onto a boundary and really committing to it, it can feel like one more thing to do, one more piece of hard work. But when you set a boundary and break it, it sends a message out to other people that your boundary doesn't really matter and that it doesn't need to be taken seriously. And then they won't. So it is so very important, not only from a kind of self-esteem perspective in terms of you showing up for yourself, but also in terms of the communication that it sends out to other people about what it is that is important to you. So on your days off work, take the day off. When you're on holiday, be on holiday. Don't answer emails. Don't respond to work calls. When you're with your kids, put your work phone or your laptop in another room so that when people call, you don't even feel tempted to interrupt your time with your kids to deal with work. If you practice what you preach, not only will you feel the positive benefits of being more in control and more in balance, but other people will respect your boundaries even more. They might not like it. It might take a bit of getting used to, but what it will mean is that they respect you and that they take you seriously. And trust me when I tell you that the more that you practice holding your own boundaries, the easier it will start to feel for you. The more it will become an ingrained habit or an ingrained behavior that will come so much more naturally and easily for you. And other people will also start to notice the shift and they will start to get used to it as well, which actually makes boundary setting and you holding on to your boundaries become part of your new normal. A new normal where you get so much more of what you want in your life, where you get to show up doing your thing and other people come along for the ride. And that gesture that really, really positive gesture towards yourself will have such a brilliant ripple effect of also helping to cultivate your inner confidence, growing your self-esteem and empowering you to really see and feel that you do know what you want for yourself, that you are resourced to claim ownership over your life for yourself and to protect and support yourself. And that will be so much more empowering than allowing somebody else to call the shots on how you live your life, allowing somebody else's preferences to take precedence over your own. 
You need to be in the driving seat of your life. Nobody else deserves to be in that seat but you and holding on to your boundaries and not breaking them, but really kind of flying your own flag and protecting the things that matter to you. That will allow you to travel the route that matters to you and you alone. So before I finish today's episode, I just wanted to leave you with a little tool that you can put into practice straight away that will help you to keep a tight hold on your own boundaries. Because I appreciate that as with all of these new behaviours that we might try and put into practice, it takes time. It takes practice. It is like a muscle that needs to keep on being flexed. And the more that we flex it, the stronger it gets, the more used to behaving in that way it becomes. So please treat this as a cumulative process, a process over time, the more you do it, the more you will reap the benefits. So what I want to do is actually just share with you a very short question that you can ask yourself in those moments when you might feel your resilience wobbling, when you might notice that potentially you are on the verge of breaking your own boundary. Before giving in to that inclination, before releasing your grip on the boundary, see if you can just take a moment to hit pause mentally hit pause on whatever is going on for you. Maybe take a couple of deep breaths just to ground yourself and connect with yourself. And I want to invite you to ask yourself this question. By breaking my own boundary and saying yes to this thing, what am I saying no to for myself in the process? Because ultimately, whenever you give in and you say yes to what somebody else wants, it often means that you are ultimately going to be saying no to what you really want as a result. And why the hell should you be the one to lose out? Why should what you want or what you need be deprioritized over what somebody else wants. You matter. What you want and need matters. Your well-being and your happiness and your aspirations and your preferences, they all matter a whole heap and they matter as much as what anybody else wants. So why the hell should you be the one to suffer? So really ask yourself that question and think about what you will be losing out on if you choose to break your own boundary and give somebody else what they want instead. And the answers to that question can be really powerful and it can have a transformational impact on the way in which you feel in yourself and the way in which you choose to live your life. It is a powerful enabler and a brilliant way of you starting to do your thing more and more in your life. So see how that goes. 
give it a whirl. Remember, you may not get it right first time. It may not feel good or comfortable first time, but that's okay. That's because you're stretching and you're growing and you're doing something in a different way, but it is all in the spirit of you doing your thing and it is all for a really, really good cause. And that cause is you. I can't think of anything better to celebrate if you ask me. All right, I'm going to leave you with that, but I would absolutely love to hear how you get on. Do drop me an email, tamsin at theparenthoodcoach.co.uk, or maybe you'd like to jump into my DMs on Instagram. And of course, if you decide that actually you'd like some more help with this, you'd like some help figuring out how to set and hold on to your boundaries for yourself in more detail with a bit more support, you know where I am. This is absolutely the work that I love and feel so passionately about. So I would be delighted to dig deeper with you if you feel the call. All right. For those of you that are listening in December, have a very Merry Christmas. And I look forward to bringing you another episode very, very soon. Take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Do Your Thing. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the absolute world if you could take a moment or two to do one or all of the following small things, which could make a mega difference to the success of this podcast. Follow and subscribe to Do Your Thing, which means you'll never miss an episode. Rate or review the podcast or share the podcast with a friend who you think would enjoy listening to. And if you'd like to continue the conversation or explore working with me on a deeper level, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at The Parenthood Coach or join my email community, The Parenthood Retreat. Just go to theparenthoodcoach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And remember, there's no right or wrong way to do life or parenthood. There's only your way. So get out there and do your thing unapologetically. See you next time.